This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on This Podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on This Pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast, episode 242. Tonight we are here to discuss Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 1. Right from the beginning, let's go with the Rotten Tomato score, the boring shit. Obviously there's no box office. So right now it's trending at 100%. Um, That sounds awesome, but there's only... There's only uh, five reviews, so not a lot of people have been reviewing it, Um, so we'll be one of the five, or actually we'll be six um, out there when this releases uh, on your Monday, which is today. Uh, So uh, we will be going to the name of the show, and that's The Bad Batch. That's episode one, but before we get that, let's go to uh, a little bit of the past. So Clone Wars, uh, they released a list of episodes of about maybe 20 episodes, I think. I'm not going to list them all. But uh, they, they, I'm guessing everyone is important because the episode that we just watched, um, it dealt heavily to episode, uh, what was season three, I think? Season three, episode one and two, three and four, I think. Maybe. Um, and then there's also uh, season three, episode 19 called Counterattack. And that's when Echo actually dies, I think, uh, in the show. So, like, there's a couple of episodes they have here that that uh, kind of go outside of that. And they, of course, talk about, uh, you know, Rex and Fives. And that's how the whole thing starts. But anyway... So I went back and watched some of the episodes. I basically went back and just watched season six because I I remember uh, not liking it the first time or thinking it was weird because there was no Ahsoka at all. And it felt a little disjointed because it went from like one plot line to another instead of setting up other ones like the rest of the beginning of the shows, the rest of the seasons have done. And so... The it seemed a little, a tiny bit disjointed, maybe because subconsciously I knew that there's no completed season in in for season six. It's only what twelve, thirteen episodes or something like that. Doesn't have the full twenty three, I think. So I went back and watched uh, the very beginning, and from the get go, I realized how much I like the two main stories that I remember from this. I'm not a big fan of the Yoda story at the end but I'm a huge fan of 
the beginning of this uh, season where it teases Order 66. And this has like two of the coolest looking uh, Jedi that I've ever seen in the show. I think, oh man, they got some weird ass names. What's the name of them? Oh crap. I'm going to fuck this up. It's Tiplar and Tip Lee. Their hair is just fucking cool as hell. Anyway, so what happens is one of the people that, one of the clone troopers that was back in season three during the training, I, f- I think it's what it is. Uh, you know, Fives was there. Echo was there. It was, uh, I think it was called Domino Group. Uh, they were called the Domino Squad or some Domino Squad. That's it. So you, um, you see them coming together as a team, and then you're also introduced to, I forget the CT number, but they call him 99, uh, because he's like, he's, um, he, he looks like, <laughs> he looks like, like, Gorny, Sigourney Weaver, all her fucked up clones, uh, from episode, uh, from Aliens 3, I think it is. So he's like, he's got like a hunchback, he's all fucked up, and obviously he never fought, so he's just really, um, a maintenance guy, and a, and a, uh, stoned, uh, not stoned, uh, like a, uh, weapons person. Um, so that's what he does. Anyway, so you're introduced to those characters and why that's important, uh, for this episode is because they're called Squad 99 because they have a genetic mutation, but like their mutation was purposely done, almost like a Weapon X type thing where they altered a few of these, uh, clone troopers and they have certain abilities, like the one guy has, you know, he's completely strong as hell. Um, he can lift a, a, a clone, a, a droid tank. He can lift that off. Or I think that maybe was a uh, one of their things. I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember. But uh, they're called the Bad Batch, but they're Clone Force 99. And it's named after the clone uh, trooper or clone maintenance guy that all the way back in Season 3. So it, it's some pretty cool stuff going on here. Um Lots of callbacks, and it so far you it relies a lot heavily on knowing what happened back in season three uh, with you know the Domino Squad and ninety nine because those are the big callbacks, and it was really cool because uh, I just watched rewatched the entire season, and I thought it was really cool because I got it right away when they said, "Oh wow, that you know Bad Batch ninety nine and you find out why they're called 99. Like, I think I knew it was called 99 before the show started. Like, I think they teased it a little bit. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, in context of why they called them 99, instead of, like, remembering how 99 was, you know, with a hunchback and all fucked up and stuff, they called these guys 99, and they're all badass. Like, the one guy who looks like Rambo, uh, what the fuck was his name? Oh my god, I can't remember his name, but he's like basically the main leader. He looks exactly like Rambo. He's got a fucking red, he's got a red headband on. The only thing that was missing was like that fucking knife, which I think the other guy has. Right? I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, and uh, one other person can. The guy who's really smart. I mean, it's it's basically almost like the Ninja Turtles, like <laughs> their abilities. So anyway, so you find out that. Uh, uh, Rex thinks that he is going to he he thinks that Echo is still alive somehow because the they're suffering a lot of losses in battles so they keep thinking that 
or Rex comes up with the idea, the the hunch that he thinks that every time they learn their, uh, every time they go to battle, the clones, and I'm sorry, not the clones, the droid army remembers that somewhere, stores it away, and uses it for later and can predict exactly, like precog, basically predict how the Republic is going to attack them, or even their defenses and stuff like that. Even like, uh, covert missions they're they're starting to lose a lot of lot of battles <clears throat> and rex comes up with that idea that they're learning and i th- and he says i think they have you know a computer that has that is this main program and we can get in and we could take it or we can figure out really what's going on but he doesn't tell anakin the rest of it um he he basically hides it and then he goes and tells uh, when he goes in he goes he tells cody in the locker room that he thinks Echo is still alive because all of the battles that they've lost are all designed, were all designed by uh, Echo and and Rex. So it doesn't, for him, he thinks Rex is, I'm sorry, he thinks uh, Echo is still alive. So, but he doesn't tell, he doesn't tell the Jedi that. So that's where you, and then, you know, that's when you come in with Squad 99. I'm jumping all over the place. But, um, you meet the, you meet the Squad 99. I forget what their, what that other name was called. Um, I can't, I don't remember. But it was, it was Squad 99, basically. Um, and that's all, it's the same group where my favorite trooper comes in is, is, uh, Fives was my favorite trooper. Like his storyline in the opening of season six, where uh, Tup's chip malfunctions for you know the the chip inhibitor, uh, the inhibitor chip. So I loved Fives from that episode. I loved them also. You know when they first when you first were introduced, and I thought Fives was a cool ass name. Um, I think I got a I think I got a sticker from Celebration from somebody, and it was just like a number five, and it was really cool. Uh, so and then. And then they have this admiral, this guy Admiral Trench. Like he's been in three or four main storylines throughout Clone Wars. First, he had that was when the Republic was testing out the stealth ship, um, and Anakin, you know, um, beat him in battle. I forget the second time, but like you know, he's all robotic because Anakin beat him and blew up his ship. So somehow he survived that, um, which I thought was kind of weird. But he's he's survived a bunch of battles. Um, so he's back into this as well. So already in the first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or five minutes, actually, like you're getting so much callback, but not, but not like Easter egg shit. Like it's moving the story along. Like it feels like it never got off the air. You know, if you're watching it straight through, like I have, I'm just basically waiting for season premiere to start. Like it never got canceled for me because I just finished watching it again. So it's, it, I don't feel like it's an Easter egg thing where you're calling back to Echo and you're calling back to all this stuff. Um, so basically they break in and they find out that, yes, this is Echo because he says his number. I forget it's like CT something, something, something. And uh, Rex immediately realizes that that's Echo's original clone trooper number. So he knows that Echo is now alive, um, which... Which is pretty fucked up. So I immediately, when I, even though I already finished the 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 previous season, I went right back and to find out because I couldn't remember how Tup died, uh, or I'm sorry, Echo died. 
and um, it was you never really see his body. But he's a clone trooper, right? So when you were watching the episode, you don't think anything of it. Like some of the clone troopers, even though you knew who Tup was, and Tup was in that season for a long time, he was all in season uh, episode three, one, two, and f- three and four, I think, or one, two, and three at least. And then he came back when they were attacking uh, the the separatists were going to attack Camino. So then went back, and that's where that's where ninety nine died, which is really sad when he dies. Uh, but I had to go back and watch that, and then I had to go back and watch when they actually go back and break out um, Master Even Peel, who looks kind of cool. He was actually in uh, episode one, I think, and and he's killed by uh, um, Echo. You think is killed by a turret when he's on top of the shuttle that they're trying to escape from, and a turret just blows the whole thing up and all you see is Tup's helmet and you know they figure he's just dead so this is like one of those Bucky <laughs> it's like Bucky things <laughs> like Rex is Captain America and <laughs> and uh and Echo is is Bucky's and he's gonna have a he's gonna have a metal arm and shit it's gonna but it's gonna look like a uh it's gonna look like a droid trooper's arm you know it's gonna be like tan and shit <laughs> He's going to have really bad aim. Uh, it's fucking stupid. Um, so that's that's basically the connection between all of that. And what's crazy is if you actually go back and look at the list that they gave you, the they open with a bunch of the episodes that you're that they're calling back to. Um, Arc troopers in here, um, and a lot of these, like you know, Darth Mauls, and a lot of these. Uh, they actually show like the beginning, the very beginning of season one. The first episode is important, apparently. So trying to like decipher all this stuff of how, you know, Darth Maul is going to come back into this. And we still have no idea how Ahsoka is going to come back into this, but I'm hoping she plays heavily because if you look at the, uh, if you look at the poster for, for season seven premiering, it, she's on the front of it. She's dead center in the front. So. I'm hoping she becomes the main focus sooner than later. Um, I, I've missed so many storylines with Ahsoka in it, uh, just because, you know, you go through Rebels and she's kind of teased in it a couple times and she's in it. And the way, you know, Rebels ends with her and Sabine going after Ezra, I want to finish that story. I want to know what's going on. But, you know, obviously before that comes this right here. So I'm kind of curious as to know how Ahsoka comes back if she comes back in the sense of like maybe going back to the Jedi because her episodes are her last four episodes are in here um, or five, actually the entire fifth season, basically the last half of the sixth season is here. It's I'm sorry, the fifth season, it goes all the way from 14 to 20. They want you to watch also episode one of season five. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. in season six too. So there's a lot of shit going on in season five. And of course you're getting the, you know, the, the Darth Maul scenes with Obi-Wan as well, that they're trying to get you to uh, uh, watch again too. So I'm wondering how, if Obi-Wan is still grieving somehow about that princess, was it a princess? I can't remember her name, but it's the, it's the woman that Obi-Wan was in love with that Darth Maul killed in front of him. So I'm wondering if that would have anything to do with it because there's, you know, over 20 episodes that they gave you and there was a lot of callbacks already to some of this stuff. 
So it made my, you know, it made my mind wander like, holy shit, like there's going to be so much stuff from where we were before. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. On this list also, so you're figuring like, okay, you know, it's 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 kind of funny to think of Echo uh, <laughs> as the Winter Soldier, but if you recall, there was a time where some of the clone troopers were taking over. I think it was... Oh, shit, it was uh, Ahsoka it was stuck on the uh, on that ship with all the Jedi, uh, not Jedi, sorry, the clone troopers that were taken over by this thing. You know, the, this like worm shit in their, you know, uh, went into their nose or some crap like that. You know, complete different hole than the thing from Wrath of Khan, you know, the fucking bug thing. That was creepy as hell. But uh, so I'm wondering if that plays into it at all, because those episodes are in the episodes that, they wanted you to watch that you must, you know, touch up on to understand what's going to be happening uh, in season seven. So I'm wondering if that's how Echo is being controlled by those worms, even though you saw Anakin kill like almost the last one, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to go back and watch those because I'm trying to figure out like what, how, what other storylines could possibly pop up here. You know, because Death Watch, I think, is part of some of these episodes as well. So how does that play into it, you know? Um, so anyway, so that's that's the entire run of that first episode uh, for Clone Wars. For me, I I loved it because I'm, I'm guessing I can't be the only one that wa- rewatched all of Clone Wars um, to prepare for Season 7. Um, I I still loved it as much. And what's funny is if you go back and you look at the first couple of seasons, um, the lowest rated season is episode, I'm sorry, season one is the lowest rated episode uh, season of all the seasons. That's the lowest one. And I, you know, I, I kind of agree with that. It's, it's at 79%. I don't know how many uh, reviews, but um, it's the lowest one. Uh, the only two seasons that aren't ranked so or re- reviewed at all so far, for some reason, I don't know, season two and season four on Rotten Tomatoes are not reviewed, but season three, five, six, and seven, well, seven's only one episode, but all of those are at 100%. The overall score for the for Clone Wars, the show, without those two reviews is 95%, and the only reason it drops down to 95% is because the first season is, is considered the weakest um, out of all of those. But I, you know, going back, I, I think I've said on the show before that I, I did not like Ahsoka because you go, the first time you see Ahsoka is in Clone Wars the movie. And if you go and watch that, Ahsoka's really fucking annoying. Like, she's really annoying in that movie. And it took me a long time to actually like Ahsoka. And then by the time I fell in love with the character, she was gone. You know, she 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 just left. So, I, I mean, the show basically left too, but she left the Jedi Order, and that was a way for them to answer, like, how come you don't see Ahsoka in 
uh, Revenge of the Sith. You know, like, why isn't she there? And that's basically why, because she fucking leaves. But the movie is at 18% with 170 reviews. That is by far the worst of all the Star Wars stuff. By far, by a long shot, I think. Um, uh, what is it? Rise of Skywalker is one point lower than The Phantom Menace, which I kind of don't agree with. But it's it's far above and beyond shittier than those two movies at 18%. It's just, that's like DCEU fucking scores right there at 18%. So, but I mean, I think I love it a lot more. Like, I think if I watched it, when I watched it the first time, I would have been like, yes, that is spot fucking on. It, it didn't, I didn't like it at all. But after watching Clone Wars multiple times and watching Rebels with Ahsoka in it, I would not give it an 18% because it's, it's nice to go back to see how their relationship started because the last time you see Vader and Ahsoka, they're fucking trying to kill each other, you know? And you see that awesome scene where uh, she gets one shot in and basically cracks the mask open for Vader and you see Anakin's eyes and for a second he turns back to Anakin and then immediately goes back to Vader. His eyes turns back uh, to like yellow and orange or yellow and red or whatever. And that scene's that scene is just gorgeous. But um, you know, so it's really cool to go back and look at Clone Wars and see that relationship go to its highest peaks and its lowest lows. And then you know, going back and watching their beginning. But again. Had I watched, had I reviewed it from the very start and not seen the, you know, the six seasons of Clone Wars and Rebels and all that, I would say 18% is pretty spot on. Um, it just seems like a really long uh, Clone Wars episode. I don't know why he decided to make this into a movie, but whatever. Um, so that's by far the lowest ranking of all of them. And, and I gotta give props to, um, uh, D. Bradley Baker, he's the clone trooper voice for every single fucking clone trooper. Every single one is his voice. I mean, there's scenes where there's like, what, in episode seven alone, he's talking to himself. There's what, five, five ninety nines and Rex and Cody. So there's like seven total or something like that. Six or seven total. He's distinguishing his voice for seven different characters. That's fucking insane. And then the fact that Rex and Cody sound the same when they're talking to each other. And this isn't his first time doing this. I mean, he's done this forever. I mean, the first episode of Clone Wars is nothing but clones. So he's already talking to himself a bunch of times. But what's so amazing of what Baker does is that when he's talking as Rex and speaking to Cody, Somehow he makes it seem like they're completely two different characters, even though they sound the same, you know, and, and I, and I think, you know, he was able with, with squad 99 or 99 squad or bad batch 99, whatever the fuck their name is. That was the first time where the voices were distinctly different, like hugely different, um, where I I forget the guy's name. But he did, um, he was the tech guy and he had a really like high pitched voice, I think, you know, and 
I think it was, uh, oh man, Hunter had, I think Hunter was the big guy and he had a really, really deep voice. Um, it'd be funny if that other guy, um, that looked like Rambo sound like Sylvester Stallone. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but this guy's also the voice of Admiral Trench as well. That's fucking insane. So I, I mean, I, I wanted to always say that he did a great job, but. I'm I'm glad I waited till now to watch uh, this episode, uh, the season seven premiere, episode one, because it's it's amazing what he does. There's there's seven different characters in it here. Two of them sound identical, or maybe even three of them sound identical. I think the Rambo guy kind of sounds like him too, and he's all talking to himself. There's even if they wanted to put the actors all in the same room, there would be times where the rest of the cast is just sitting there doing nothing while he's just talking to himself, seven characters all at the same time. Like that's fucking insane. So, um, D Bradley Baker, just fucking superb. Um, so my rating for it, if we're going to give ratings, um, it's it, well, first of all, it's not a very, I don't think we should do, um, diversity rating on this episode um, because you already knew the clone trooper what they were um, Mace Windu isn't so I mean if you really wanted to give it like a a, a, a diversity rating it would probably be Casper um, but the story is it's not told that way and I'm okay with that um, sometimes like I said I said it before that it makes complete sense why something you know isn't diverse I guess but it doesn't really matter to me in this in this sense um but for as far as an actual uh rating uh i will give it five lightsabers it's it's fantastic from the get-go and when you find out right from the get-go when you find out what this is going to be about when rex tells cody that he thinks echo is still alive it immediately made my mind race i was like oh fuck that's why they made you watch those episodes you know so I was I was so happy with everything that they did. I love the fact that they're called 99 because they're mutated. I fucking love that. It it it, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy um because it's a callback to actually 99. So that that's fucking fantastic. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you really got to go back and watch those episodes in season uh season 3, 1 through 4 or 1 through 3. Uh, you'll meet 99 there and it's fucking fantastic that season three is just amazing i love season three um because there's just so much good stuff and so much i think i think season three also has the first time you see grand moff tarkin too but i can't remember because he's there when echo dies and when master uh what the hell is his name evan evan peel even peel that's a stupid name um but, uh, yeah, he's there when that happens and you kind of see a little bit of, you know, Grand Moff in his prime, which is kind of cool. Um, he, whoever plays him, I'm not sure who plays him. He, he does a really good job of playing a young, a young Grand Admiral. Um, what the fuck? I just drew a blank. I hope I didn't say Thrawn, but it's not Thrawn. It's Moff, Moff Tarkin. God. Anyway, so, uh, five lightsabers, uh, for me, definitely. The only thing that sucks that I would take a star away is that I got to wait. I mean, I think they're dragging this all the way out every single week, taking a couple of weeks off all the way to May, I think, is uh, episodes. So it, it's going to be on for a fucking long time. And it, it kind of sucks to wait, but, you know, 
um, I'll be happy. Uh, you know, Bob's obviously when it, when it's all said and done, I think they're going all the way out to May, the first or second week of May. So we've got a long way to go, um, before this, this season's over. And there's not a lot of episodes. There's only 12, I think. So I, you know, it, it, it's going to take forever to get these in, but that, that would be my only critique of the show so far is that. I got to wait a whole fucking week. It was kind of like the Mandalorian, you know, like you only got what, 10, 11 episodes of that, or even eight, whatever it was. Um, you know, it sucked that I had to wait every fucking week because every week I couldn't wait. It was, it was definitely my must see when Mandalorian came out and Clone Wars now is going to be my must see every single week. I can't wait for this to come out every, every Friday. So, um, maybe we'll, maybe I'll do a, um, a review of of the whole season when it ends, um, but I probably won't be doing weekly uh, calls to it or, you know, every other week unless something major fucking happens and then I want to talk about it. But I felt like this was something that had to be talked about because I fucking love Clone Wars. I love Rebels. Um, not a fan of Resistance, but I'm so happy that Clone Wars is back and it started off amazing. So, um in the, again, in the comments uh, for when this posts, if you got questions, it's going to be spoilers. So post your questions or you just want to have comments in there. Um, <clears throat> and uh, if you haven't noticed also that uh, the last two episodes, my signing off has had two different um, cities that I sign off to. So I thought it'd be cool if you wanted also to either message us to, you know, somehow contact us to give me the, the city that you want called out. And, uh, you can reach us an email. Let's chew on this podcast at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook, which is at chew on this podcast. And then Twitter and Instagram is at chew on this pod, uh, same, same name for same handle for both of those. So if you want your hometown mentioned, just give me an email or a shout out somewhere. Uh, other than that, that was episode 242 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. You stay classy, Los Angeles. Later. <laughs>